Need custom-made images, videos, and more for your next campaign? Discover Shutterstock Studios, offering end-to-end creative solutions and content for major brands and agencies. With most productions worldwide on pause, Shutterstock Studios is your secret weapon for getting the content you need. Learn more at Shutterstock.com studios. Welcome to the Pop-Up Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Susan Sandler. Together, we'll discover the latest and greatest in experiential retail, marketing, and pop-ups. That means fashion, retail, restaurants, art, and entertainment. You're going to hear about new business models, creative strategies, and the latest technologies available that make pop-up sales and marketing effective for brands. Andrea Fornarola is a force in the fitness industry with her unique, high-performance and very specialized bar and dance fitness training method. She is the founder and CEO of Elements, a boutique wellness concept focusing on studio locations, corporate wellness activations, and video on demand and live stream fitness services. A sought-after celebrity trainer and professional dancer, Andrea has taught sold-out classes throughout New York and the Hamptons. She is a head trainer for Elements, instructing classes, trainers, and her private clients. With over 20 years of experience, Andrea has developed programs for many upscale fitness facilities, as well as Fortune 500 companies, commercial buildings, and luxury residences throughout Manhattan. She has multiple credits in theater, dance, film, television, and online media. Andrea, we have known each other for at least seven years now, since I began taking bar classes in your East Hampton studio that summer. And that was a crazy summer for me because my company was launching the Hamptons Collective in Bridgehampton for three months with 14 brands. And you and the studio were definitely part of keeping me sane and toned, I will say, during that very, very busy and and very kind of stressful, but rewarding time. And I remember that summer, in addition to launching your own studio in East Hampton, and I think that was fairly new at that point, you were also running around like I was, and you were doing pop-up fitness classes in hotels and spas around the area. I think you were at Gurney's and Montauk Beach House. You'll fill us in. And then you were also hosting pop-up sales in the studio with some great brands, activewear, athleisure brands. And I just looked at you and I was so impressed. I I thought, how is this woman doing all of this and looking so fantastic while doing it? (laughs) Well, thank you very much. (laughs) Um, That was a crazy summer. Um, And first of all, you guys, the the great clients that we met, that was our freshman summer in the Hamptons. our first kind of big push um, out east, and our clients that we gained that summer are the best people, still some of my best friends, and you guys really pushed me to do all that. So I have to thank you guys for that, number one. <laughs> but um, but yes, <laughs> I was just trying to remember, were you doing the stand-up paddleboard also that summer, or did that come later? So we really started to push Santa Paddleboard live the summer following, but we had done two activations that um, with with Main Beach, which was another you know Hamptons centric kind of beach shop and surfboard shop and paddleboard shop. So we had done two things with Main Beach because we didn't have any paddleboards yet. 
but it was something that I was really interested in. And actually, I hadn't even had a lot of experience doing paddle boarding, but we really just got some people who said, hey, you should do some stuff on the water. I tried it. I practiced. And then we did like a couple, like they were like excursions. So Main Beach led us, but then I taught the like the paddleboard fitness. And we did it out of Georgia Capond and it was really, really fun. It was, it was very fun. So that was the beginning. I totally remember all this and just thinking, when does this woman eat? <laughs> um, At that point, yeah. not very much. <laughs> I know that, that really was the struggle. It was like, keep the bar and, and a juice in my car and run back and forth. It was crazy. Yeah. But you know, for the really adventurous uh, fitness enthusiasts, the stand up paddleboard activations, I think have been really popular out here. They have. Actually, um, we we did a lot of it, especially now during COVID. You know, at Elements, we really focus on just doing, you know, we, we do could paddleboard excursions, but we focus on the fitness um, and teach, you know, core exercises and, and bar-like exercises on our paddleboard. So we have a class called SUP Bar. And we really did that, even this season, all the way through November. So as long as the weather wow. stays above 50 degrees, we have people who are interested. You know, we take them out. If it's colder out, you know, we suggest to, you know, wear something warm, bundle up. But yeah, through November, we had, we had paddle boarders. And it's one of the first things that people ask for the minute, you know, we kind of open for the summer is when's paddle boarding going to start? So it's definitely well received. And it's great, you know, being outdoors, it's a good social distance exercise, you know, you're kind of in your own zone, but you're still with other people. Um, and you get to enjoy the beauty of the Hamptons. Totally. I always say I'll try any fitness class once. So I've done one stand-up paddleboard fitness class and one stand-up paddleboard yoga class. <laughs> but I will return. I promise. I will. I will do We'd it love again. To have you. Sounds good. Sounds good. Now, so you and I have um, then gone into business together and done a couple of really, really exciting, interesting um, pop-up activations. But before we get into talking about some of our experiences together, I would like to hear some more from you about your history with pop-up fitness activations for the Elements brand and, you know, how you've managed that, what you look for um, in a partnership when a brand reaches out to you like a hotel or a spa, uh, kind of what, what makes that work for you? How do you structure it financially, I think would be really interesting because we have an audience of both makers and brands as well as um, corp- corporations and you know potential sponsorship partners. So I think they're really interested in learning more about how these things come together. For sure, for sure. Um, you know, in the beginning, Elements kind of started as a pop-up with being in, you know, the location where we are in New York City and, and in East Hampton, um, you know, physical locations are are very expensive. So we actually started first popping up um, in different businesses um, in a kid's dance studio, all in like the lower Manhattan, Tribeca, Soho area. Um, so that was our first experience um, with actually being able to deliver our classes outside of clients' homes before I even had a studio location. Um, and what we would do is we would really find, um, either, either like dance studios, or we did a lot in, um, athletic shops and in, um, kind of like kids clothing shops. We did a whole bunch in that kind of one area on like Reed street and chamber street and Tribeca, um, where we found that we found a good concentration of clients in places where people go. Um, and then what was really great is when the, either the store or the brand found a relationship with us. So, you know, as I, as I grew and started to establish my own locations, um, we would find 
pop-up venues um, or agree to do pop-ups in certain venues based on, you know, the ideals of the brand and who they, who, what, what their audience was and how our audiences were similar, but also how we could like reach more people because it's all about really extending your reach and um, bringing a larger client base um, with knowledge of your business um, and also to the business that you're entering. So we can both really help each other. And I think that that's when we see the best synergy is when, when both kind of brands and pop like pop-up venue and elements or vice versa are working together synergistically to really push push the message and put, push the activation so that's mm-hmm. that's one thing you know the the next thing is is being in the fitness industry we've noticed that things along the lines of health wellness um art is a big one um anything having to do with like this idea of like greater self and mind body connection kind of understanding things at at like a, a different level of, of understanding. You know, we're not just looking at, you know, the how we're going to look and feel immediately. It's kind of like the bigger picture. So that's where we, we've done really well in like different types of like spa environments. You know, Susan, you and I did some pretty awesome stuff when we worked together in Miami for Art Basel and, and that had a lot of activewear and fitness, but also this kind of new idea of like art and the beauty of the the body and, and the beauty of the atmosphere and, and the beauty of our, our bodies. So that was, that was really cool. And I found that really kind of pushed, you know, our message of fitness and the way we deliver our classes. And then, you know, also kind of partnering with ventures and brands that are hustlers, kind of like us, you know, we're like in there to really reach new people, um, gain momentum, earn revenue. Those are all the things that really attract me to uh, potential partners or looking at different places to pop up or invite people to pop up in our studios. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a perfect match. You know, some of the coolest things that we've done have been things that you wouldn't necessarily pair with a bar fitness studio, but yet our clients really resonate with the brand's message. They enjoy the experience. It brings in new clients uh, who sometimes wouldn't necessarily even walk into our studio. So it kind of changed our brand, changed our brand avatar in a bit with with all of the different activations that we pulled in or places that we that places that we went. I would say financially, the, some of the best pop-ups that we've done is when we've had a very clear kind of structure on cost associated up front and also revenue shares based on um, the success of both parties. So, um, you know, a revenue share based on classes and sales because we're really working together. And that partnership where everybody's motivated really helps even down to um, the people kind of um, working the activation or working the sale because Mm -hmm. then we're all really kind of involved. And it also helps when you love what you're doing. So when we have people that love their classes and, and we're loving the product, Product or we're loving the location. I mean, it all it all works really synergistically. So I would say kind of that like shared interest is in in similar goals, aligned goals are, are two two of the key things that I found to be successful. I have definitely found that to be true with the activations that you've done that I've experienced. And how do you think that your regular clients feel about it? I think 
they like it. I mean, um, you know, COVID times aside, in our physical studio location, you know, it's like every every other weekend is a new party, you know, um, depending on who, who we have coming in. We're opening them up to things that they've either seen once or twice and thought was interesting or cool or new things that just gives them the opportunity to try it. I feel like, especially in the Hamptons, you know, everybody's really busy. Fitness is one stop in your day and you're not necessarily going home after that. So you're, you're taking class and then you're, you know, running around, um, you're playing tennis afterwards or you're going shopping or going back to work or doing whatever you do with, for the rest of your day. And, um, to have interesting and thought provoking and, um, exciting things like actually within the studio. And usually we've had the great opportunity to have people like yourself actually bring the brands in, you know, some of the founders of the brands or people who work really closely with them where they can explain, um, the product or explain, um, you know, the design or explain, you know, if it's, if it's something that you eat or drink, explain, you know, kind of like the thought behind, behind the recipe and the ingredients. I find that that really allows a great connection for our clients. And then they ask for it, you know, they ask for it again. Hey, you know, remember, uh, remember that lady with the green juice or remember those really cool bags <laughs> with like the skull and crossbones on it or where, you know, like th- those, those types of cool things like that stuff, they, they really like, and yeah. I think it keeps them coming back. Yeah. And you said something very interesting about shared values and it really is coming down to lifestyle. I think you've targeted and really understand who your customer is, especially in the Hamptons. And that may be different in different markets because I I find your program can reach across demographics. I've been in classes with you where there have been teenagers through, you know, people, seniors, and anyone can really do it. But I think that when it comes around to creating these pop-ups and activations and experiences, we've worked together very well to identify who the target audience is. And they typically tend to be more upscale, a little more luxury lifestyle, especially in the Hamptons and in Miami. I remember the um, the very first pop-up that we did together in your studio in East Hampton inside. We had gorgeous swimwear and apparel and bags, mostly from Colombia and Argentina. Mm -hmm. I had connected with uh, a representative of some brands there who really had no footprint in the U.S. Do you remember those leather shawls with the fringes? Yes, they were were beautiful. (laughs) They were so gorgeous. They really were. And people were like, oh my, we love this. So I thought that was fun. And then we moved outside a couple years later and did a pop-up with Willa Warrior, which is an interesting seamless underwear line. We love them. Actually, I was just thinking about that the other day. Um, and I Googled them because I was wondering, you know, like, hey, where's the brand now? This was so, this was such a good product. No, we love them. That actually, it's funny. I was just thinking about that the other day. <laughs> yeah, you know, they've really gotten some traction and it's a great piece, I think, to wear during fitness and in the summer, like under a little right. dress. I just, I love those. Uh, so yeah, it was interesting. And I, we share, you share the Soul Cycle sidewalk in your location. So it was fun to see customers who were parking and coming in for a soul cycle class, kind of looking over their shoulder, like, Oh, I'm coming back after class. So that was perfect. We love that. And then we did that large multi-brand month-long pop-up at the refinery hotel, which I think you named resolutions refined around yep, uh, yep. the new year's resolutions, which was fantastic. And we were pushing back the racks and tables every day for you to host bar classes. Do you remember? 
Yes, I do. Yes, I do. That's when we first started working with temporary bars, um, which was very interesting. Um, and yeah, no, it was it was really cool. Um, you know, it was an interesting environment to work out in. But um, I think what really made the experience was the fact that we were like working out around all of these like a beautiful luxury brands in the middle of the garment district in New York City. I mean, um, and we had top billing. So I don't know, Susan, if you remember. But a few times when we had our like one time when we had our event and a few times when we had evening classes, people would just like literally put their hands on the glass and just yes. like look in yes. and say, what are these people doing? So we could stop. We literally stopped traffic. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I felt like we were in the CBS television studio in Midtown, you know, exactly. and people were sta- standing outside the glass looking. Yeah, that was funny. I also think that the customers really enjoyed the fact that some of the designers were jumping into classes. So they were working out with Jess Wade or, you know, we were there. Um, that was, a, that was very interesting. And when you say that it was interesting to work out there, it was cold. <laughs> <laughs> it was chilly. <laughs> it was pretty cold. Um, yeah, it was but, we, cold. but we did it. And actually, um, one of my uh, favorite pieces came, um, from that, um, came from that activation that I still wear now. Um, it's, I, you're going to kill me because the designer is, is escaping me, but it was a beautiful kind of like gray, um, kind of, um, like vest that had fur. It was super warm. It kind of like goes down mid level, like to like the middle of your leg. Um, it's almost like, like, like an ombre type of look. Cause it goes from like gray to like a darker black at the bottom. I think it was, I think it was a Tess Giberson piece. I think so too. She's so talented. Yeah. So talented. It's still my favorite. I wear that all the time. (laughs) I have... I have so many pieces from all of these pop-ups because, as you know, I usually buy something from everyone. Um, but the the big one that we did was in Miami that you mentioned um, during Art Basel Week where we took over 3,000 square feet at the street level of the one hotel in South Beach. And we named that activation The Art of Wellness. And we featured your classes as well as eight amazing brands. We had Mishi and Holly Watman launched her swim line. That's that time with us. We had Prism Sport, Eric Javits, gorgeous hats. And he came down from Palm Beach and spent some time with us. So it was an interesting program. I, I remember you were also working in tandem with the hotel, correct, to book guests for the classes we did. We did. We taught some classes actually in the in the studio space, and then we taught some classes um, on the roof. Um, I did some private client private classes because you know we had a relationships with um, you know private clients who um, you know owned properties in the one hotel. Yeah, no, that was a really interesting experience. I think the cool one of the coolest parts of it was we partnered um, with. Antoine Vargalas, who had his artwork all around. And it was like, um, I believe there were photographs printed on canvas and um, people would just stop and just come in to look at that. And then they're like, oh my God, look at all these, look at all these beautiful, all this beautiful retail. And then start actually like getting in there and, and shopping, um, which was yeah, one of the coolest was- things. That was part of the Joel Warren um, launch around the beauty bar that was also in our space. And he was also opening a new salon. Those were called uh, Beach Beauties. That's right. That's right. 
Um, I remember that I was, you know, kind of watching the the store at one point and, um, somebody came in and was like, I want to buy that painting. And I was like, oh my gosh. And, you know, he was asking me questions about it. Um, I, I didn't know much about it, but literally, um, you know, following that I, I called, <laughs> I called, I called, um, Antoine's assistant. And then I called him and I was like, um, I think we've sold a couple of these. Uh, and he like came right down. Um, and, and actually the one that somebody wanted to buy had already been sold, but I, I think that he, he got him something else. So, uh, <laughs> it was very yeah. interesting experience for sure. Yeah. What, what was also interesting, but not as much fun was when we first arrived to set up for the pop-up and we had timed it so that we would open the same day that the VIP preview at Art Basel opened. So we had all the VIP customers in town in Miami and we showed up, we had all of the racks and display materials and everything sitting in the garage as well as inventory that was coming in. And the hotel staff promptly informed us that the fire inspector wasn't, had, didn't make it in time for the fire inspection and that we were not allowed to set up until that inspection was cleared. And we were like, okay, great. So we, we, we started setting up in the garage because we had a launch party planned that evening with Francine Lafrac and her same skyline and many of her guests and our guests. And so we just kind of rolled up our sleeves and made it happen. I'm not even sure how we did that. Exactly. You know, you have, you have to, you have to be versatile and you can't, you can't kind of let anything throw you you know, as if, if there's a hurdle, it's just how high can you jump? So, um, you know, it's, it, we, we just literally, um, we put everything together. I remember in <laughs> the parking garage and, um, and during the party, um, we had a couple people working to put together our racks so that we could very easily go into the space, um, you know, the next morning, cause we had classes planned, we had stuff going on that next day. Um, so, you know, we, we set up the party, um, in the lobby space of the one hotel, we used a few different areas and then. And we quickly transitioned in from the parking through the parking garage to the um, to the the retail space uh, next door, which is also next door to a Soul Cycle. <laughs> right, we have a history. But I actually thought that that party and that um, display looked beautiful and felt more intimate in the smaller space. It really turned out pretty well. I thought it turned out gorgeous. And the one hotel is so beautiful. Um, yeah. You know, with 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 their whole theme and kind of like that um, sustainable, um, you know, that sustain sustainability theme. And then the products that we had um, brought in and the brands and, you know, it was really, really a nice, a nice thing, a nice place. And then Susan, I believe we had another act like kind of like after, I don't want to say party, but it was like a, like some type of gathering in our space. And it might've been part of, um, Joel Warren's launch or something to having to do with the art installation. Um, but it was also really well received. Um, and I believe like we, it was, it was very interesting. And it, I actually have pictures from it, um, that, you know, always kind of pop up on my iPhone memories. And, um, we sold so much during that yeah. party because people were just having fun and they were enjoying the product and they were like loving, it might've been hosted by Holly Watman. I, I can't remember but exactly what, what the details were, but it was actually in the space. It was like a few days later. Um, yeah. well, and it was well, gorgeous. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, we had the cocktail party, um, to launch the beauty bar with, you know, Antoine's A-list crowd, which was definitely a right. highlight and we did sell, but we also had a brunch. 
We had a beautiful right. brunch event. And, and that, I think, was the time we had the crystal healing workshops being offered as well after right. the brunch. Right. And, you know, that speaks to how wonderful it is to have a partner that can offer catering and food and beverage on location. Exactly. That's something that I think brands look for. Because that's an opportunity to sell that they normally wouldn't have in a traditional retail environment. And we really set up gorgeous food and beverage for both of those events, you know, in that space. The other thing that was so phenomenal about the space was the very simple window sticker that we created that ran across the entire front window footage. But it was this very graphic jungle print that mirrored a print that Holly was featuring in her leggings and her activewear, but it was so gorgeous. And I think that these are the kinds of things that you want to look for modularity in terms of, you know, our ability to set up in the garage and set up in the hall, you know, in the uh, lobby and then back into our space and also kind of simple window treatments and decor that look lush, you know, and feel very thought out, didn't feel like a pop-up. In fact, One of the other things that I learned, and I don't know how you feel about this, but I think the timing around a pop-up is very important. You know, you want to stay long enough in a location where people around you have a chance to realize that you're there, make note, take a look, come back when they can try things on and really purchase. Um, But don't stay, you know, too long that it becomes a burden in terms of operations. And I remember when we were packing up on that Sunday at the end of the week and getting ready to go. And, you know, women were opening, cracking the door that was locked and saying, where are you going? You know, we just got down, we, we just got down here because it was, uh, you know, leading into the Christmas holiday season. And I kept thinking, wow, I wish we could stay a few more weeks. And so that that's my goal is to go back to Miami for a month. I think that would be <laughs> ideal. <laughs> I think it would be great. You're, you're totally right. You know, um, and a lot of times people would stop in, they would browse, they'd come back and buy, but they certainly finally, they knew, you know, by the end of the week, we had established a presence. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think our Basel was a great way to kick off the pop-up. But as you said, since we were that kind of bumps right up to holiday, what an amazing amazing time to continue now that we had the presence established. So um, I absolutely agree with that. I kind of think the timing of, not kind of, but absolutely think the timing of these activations are key. Um, And also understanding that just because, you know, you're not seeing like mad rushes of people come in doesn't mean it's necessarily a failure. A lot of times it takes a little bit of momentum to kind of build up, you know, build up that volume. But if you take all the necessary steps and get the marketing in and do all, as Susan, as you said, we created the beautiful window display. We had the gorgeous art of wellness sign, you know, um, on the windows, we had the event, you know, we kind of gained, we also did some press around it, which we got amazing press, um, for, for all kind of, um, you know, really like circular press kind of highlighting everything that we were doing and all of that really helped. So by the time we, by, by the end of that one week, we really had like, launched a business, um, that, you know, definitely could have sustained that month with, with all the different things that we had, we had kicked off. Oh, you just reminded me about the influencer days. It was really one of my first real one-on-one experience is with micro influencers in a market. I was blown away, you know, with how much impact they had. I think that, you know, bringing people into the space, raising awareness of, of both of us and uh, seeing the photography that came out of that was really fun. And I've kept in touch with many of them. 
I have seen people um, in other spas wearing pieces that I know came from that event because I remember the collections. And I had one woman come up to me in a locker room once and say, hey, aren't you the person that did the pop-up with Elements in Miami? And I'd love to get some more of those, you know, X leggings. (laughs) (laughs) That's super rewarding. I love that. (laughs) But I wanted to say that you have a very loyal following And I know that you work really hard to accommodate, especially your private clients and to maintain personal connections. And I wonder if you can just talk about, you know, how that's been going during the pandemic. And I know that you had offered video workouts, you know, way back when, but you've been um, boosting your technical infrastructure this year, right? Oh, yeah, (laughs) for sure. Um, uh, For sure. So, you know, when the pandemic first hit, we had done a couple sessions, you know, being being in the Hamptons and in in New York and having that flexibility is always great. You know, actually being able to physically see our clients um, either in the studio or going to their home gyms or in their homes, you know, is, is always been um, extremely rewarding and, you know, great to kind of, um, you, you know, that's really how we, how we built our ongoing connection and they see the results and they enjoy the workout and they, and they enjoy the approach. Um, but when the pandemic hit, we were faced with a new challenge, but we really didn't miss a beat. So, um, literally, um, this is, this is, this is, um, you know, couldn't write it any better. Um, but you know, when we first got some of the orders that fitness couldn't operate and that, you know, things were, um, you know, closing due to government order. Um, I was actually not even in New York. I wasn't in New York city. I wasn't in East Hampton. I was in Miami mm. and, um, oh. I was, you know, cause it was also happened on my birthday. So oh, I'm so <laughs> <I was> sorry. <laughs> celebrating my birthday on March 16th. And, and, you know, we got all this news. So literally, um, one of my clients was like, I don't know where you are, but can we do a private over zoom? And I was like, you know, actually I'm in Florida, but I can't do anything anyway. So sure. So that's literally how it started. Um, you know, that next day, one of the, one of my clients texted me, I sent her a zoom link. We did it over zoom. And I said, okay, this is how this is going to work. So, um, you know, when, um, the, the Hamptons, you know, we, we had close, we closed the Hampton studio on one weekend and we said, look, we don't know how long we're going to be gone for. Here's a series of videos that we shot, um, about a year ago. They're edited. Use these, keep these like, you know, we sent them just over Google drive, keep these in your Google drive, but we're going to figure this out. So we immediately started giving some classes over Instagram live, which had its pluses and minuses. Um, mm-hmm. And we started doing that. Then we started doing classes over Zoom, um, which we're still doing today. And we've actually named it. We call it our virtual studio. So Elements has two kind of programs. Um, We have our virtual studio, which is live classes that happen in real time over Zoom. And also um, live private sessions and live small group sessions. Uh, Because the other interesting thing is, is that now that location wasn't a barrier and everybody was working out from home, you know, clients were pairing up with friends, family, um, people who are, you know, geographically far, but we could all join um, as if we're in one place online. Uh, so, you know, we started these small group sessions where, um, you know, one of my clients from the Hamptons who also lived in Florida, she was sending it to her friend in Connecticut and Vermont and someone who was in New York City and, you know, another person from the Hamptons and five or six uh, people were joining this, you know, like 1030 small group session. And so at one point it wasn't a small group anymore. You know, there's 
10 people, you know, following the Zoom, but they enjoyed it and then they enjoyed the interaction. So we, we've kept all that programming and, and a lot of that still happens. So that in the, in the early part of the pandemic, I think it really allowed people to kind of keep some sense of normalcy. And I was very happy to offer the services. If I wasn't doing it in the studio, I was literally teaching it from, from my home. And we kept a lot of our trainers in New York City um, active with us because they were also able to, you know, teach from their living rooms. Um, we did one school program um, last spring. Um, we teamed teamed up with um, with a government agency who was offering like additional programming for um, you know certain um, certain schools in the Bronx that you know had like it was mostly high school age kids um, who couldn't have phys ed but we knew that we needed to offer something so we gave free like dance classes um, over Zoom and that was really fun um, we continued that all the way through the end of the school year um, until June and that was super rewarding um, you know and one of our trainers taught that specifically we were able to do um, certain like corporate app activations on zoom we were able to give discounts and just keeping keeping our community together um and it wasn't necessarily about revenue streams at that point it's really just about keeping connection um and then to continue to, to monetize like how we're going to survive when you know group fitness um is something that we have to put on hold due to you know all of the occupancy issues, um, with having groups of people together indoors. Um, what we decided to do is, is really focus on, um, building up an online streaming platform, which is video on demand and has a live stream component. Um, you know, when you first partnered with Vimeo and, and now we've actually pivoted to partner with a co company called IntelliVideo. And, um, what they do is they, merge with our club management system. So something like MindBody or Mariana Tech, which is what we use now, um, mm -hmm. where, you know, clients already have profiles um, and we can bake in different memberships to access um, live stream classes and a video on demand library. So the, the technical component kind of comes in, they build us six mobile apps that we um, customize, um, which are on Apple, iOS TV, Android, Android TV, Google Play, Amazon Fire, and Roku. And hmm. um, you can access the entire library over, over these apps. Um, and you can also access it online, on-demand.elements. Um, ondemand.elementsfitnessstudio.com. Um, and what you do is you basically create a membership um, for either $14.99 month to month, $149 for the year. You have access to the complete video on-demand library, and you also have access to live stream. So the way the our live stream classes work is they're unique events. Um, a little bit different than the way the, the Zoom classes work, live stream classes are um, basically elements broadcasting to you directly over um, an RTMP and stream key. And um, we can't see you, but you can see us. Um, the, the plus is that the quality and the timing is unbelievable. There's no delays. Um, the sound is incredible. The picture quality is incredible. And we took it a step further to really understand the process and in installing some pretty cool uh, equipment in our East Hampton studio to, to get the to get the process started where we have a, um, a system with three 
robotic PTZ cameras and a video encoder and a video switcher and a remote desktop where um, we have someone who logs in when we either do a live stream or want to film content and he can switch the cameras and, and kind of add lower thirds and add graphics as we're shooting. So um, it took like six months to put that all together, but we finally figured it out. We installed it on January 6th in the studio and um, we're, we're kind of starting our journey online, which has been very interesting. Um, we're hoping that the mobile apps will be done by March. I believe they should be done by mid-March. And um, we're relaunching the platform on IntelliVideo. So the platform should be live again in two weeks. Um, and again, you know, lessons learned. We, we did it one time on one platform. We felt it kind of wasn't right for us. And, you know, it's, it's, it's never, it's, it's never perfect the first time. So we kind of took, took the, took things back to the drawing board, uh, partnered with IntelliVideo, who has been super awesome. And, um, and we're, we're kind of refining everything and, and relaunching it this winter and spring. Good for you. I'm familiar with IntelliVideo. <laughs> I, I do do some classes that are using that platform and it works really well. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I, I, I think I need nice. to come and see this uh, studio with the robotic cameras, and <laughs> that sounds great. It's pretty awesome. Right now, it's all sitting on tripods. Um, and you know, I mean, Susan, that that's kind of like exactly how you said. You know, if if it, who knows how high the hurdle is, we have to jump higher. So I just went to went to work, did my homework, tried to figure out how to become a broadcaster, um, you know, bought a whole bunch of stuff from B&H, tried to hook it up to my computer, said, why is this not working? Uh, went back to the drawing board, uh, <laughs> then, you know, partnered with an AV company and said, look, guys, we need to figure this out. And only one person can be in the studio at the time. And I need it kind of so simple that I can just hit go. And this is what they came up with. So, um, and here's your budget. So, um, so yeah, I'd love to have you in. And um, and we're excited. You know, we now we can take it all online. You are just energy in a bottle. I'm just saying. <laughs> I try. Lots of coffee and lots of bar workouts early, pre 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 dawn, early clients. So can this be a revenue stream for you in the studio? Would you consider hosting other kinds of programming there? Um, for sure. Actually, it's it's one of the coolest things that we can offer because, um, you know, as as finding locations that offer this is, is sometimes difficult. Um, what my goal is, is to make it accessible to the fitness and wellness community because not everybody has the resources that, that I had um, and, you know, the ability and the time to put this all together. So um, it's, it's certainly something that we can, that we can offer, um, you know, other people to come in and use our equipment. And then even next up, we might even be able to help them edit it now that we have this remote setup or they could bring their own team that can just log in. And, and dial in, um, you know, is, is simply is, is kind of, you know, getting access to, you know, the remote login. Um, so yeah, the Hamptons, you know, the Hamptons is such a too. great and oops, we're talking. Sorry. Oops. Can you hear me? Go ahead. Yeah, I can. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, um, I was just saying that I, it's definitely something that we could continue to do. 
Yes. And the Hamptons is such a fertile ground, especially during the season, obviously, for trainers and wellness instructors and meditation teachers and, you know, people who touch this community who want to come through but don't have a studio space or don't have the resources. And I think that this summer and going forward, having a strong virtual offering is going to continue to be important and lucrative. For sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And we, we, we just, you know, we, we're, we're getting started with it and we're excited to uh, see where it grows. Um, and the services online are certainly something that we're always going to keep um, because it's been, it's been a lifeline for us. It's been a lifeline for our clients and we're just excited to like, you know, continue to reach um, and, and not kind of be constrained by, by zip code um, or how far people are willing to travel to get to the physical location, but as simple as just raising awareness and then, you know, extending our extending our programming have brands reach out to be incorporated into any of this programming so not yet and but that's actually something that i'm really excited to um to continue to do um i've i've reached out to a couple different like wellness uh providers to provide content um you know um like healthy like a like healthy cooking. Um, I know someone who is, um, as a, as a chef from New York city, um, you know, meditation providers. Um, but the next step, the kind of like the next iteration of this would be to certainly, um, do, um, you know, some type of reach out with, um, you know, different types of brands that would also resonate from our clients and have a tie back where people could purchase, um, you know, uh, inventory online, um, from the brand based on, you know, kind of what we're, what we're offering. Um, and also, you know, certain, certainly, uh, partnerships, um, would be really, really beneficial for both elements as well as the, the brands kind of looking to gain traction with, with our audience. That's a great opportunity. And I bet that there is a Shopify or some other transactional plugin or component that you could add, you know, into one of the programs that you're offering to make those sales happen pretty quickly. For sure. For sure, mm, for sure. That's exciting. Absolutely. That's yeah. got my wheels turning. <laughs> <laughs> I can, Susan, I can, I can show you our, we have a little Shopify store. It's not live yet, but I can show it to you. And actually, um, as I was doing it, I was kind of remembering all of the things that, that you had, that you were, that you were doing and in, in programming, um, during our pop-ups. Um, because that's, that's how I first learned about Shopify, you know, really working with, um, working with you. Um, so yeah, no, I'd love to, to love to walk you, walk you through it, um, and get your, get your feedback. Okay. Well, we have some time to do some planning. <laughs> excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So what else is next for you and elements? What else is happening in your world? Well, you know, we've, we've been trying to figure out if we're going to continue to scale our brick and mortar. So we're certainly, um, committed to open our New York city studio, uh, right before the pandemic, we signed a lease on, um, 64th and third Avenue for about 2,500 square feet of space. And, um, we've been able to, um, really modify the, the studio plans to be very COVID compliant, um, and, uh, very safe, um, which I'm happy. I've also had the opportunity to do. Um, so we plan on hopefully opening that this fall. Um, I'm thinking September, 2021, um, where we'll offer our classes, um, our digital live stream, as well as have the ability for people to come in and, and develop independent contact contact 
content. Um, and it has a beautiful retail lobby space where we hope to continue our, our um, retail concept and, um, you know, bring in the, the brands that we sell, um, maybe get in some more private label stuff. So that's been really exciting. Um, and I, I really am excited about scaling our wellness programmings online. So I'd love to um, really hone in on what we're doing um, for our Elements brand and then continue to, to reach, um, you know, the different the different providers that we provided health and wellness programming um, in person at one point and help them uh, potentially build some some digital offerings with with our you know uh, with our abilities and um, capabilities and and just the way we're kind of um, honing our our fitness formulas to be very um, doable and safe online. And what kind of audience growth are you seeing? I'm curious. Is your data telling you that you're you know, broadening your customer base in a particular direction? For sure, for sure. So we're noticing that, um, especially with the, the on-demand, um, it's really great to have the offering of like anytime, anyplace. So it's really not just, you know, moms who drop their kids off at 8.30 and then can come to class at 9.30. So we're finding that that people are logging in all the time. Um, and that's really kind of helping us reach like a a much different demographic than we currently were, were really just targeting while we were only in the studio. Um, so we're seeing, um, a much younger clientele, um, you know, people who can do the workout at like 1230 at night or, you know, six o'clock in the morning. Um, a lot of working professionals, um, men and women, which has been very interesting. Um, cause we've always had male private clients, but we haven't always had men in the studio, um, other than when we were on something special. So that has been very interesting. And then also, um, we're, we're developing a, a following of, of male clients kind of, um, like 50 and above with all of the stretching and strengthening who may not have wanted to come into the studio, um, but are not afraid to do the workout at home. So I think that that's been really interesting how we're kind of reaching all these different demographics of, of people. And they have a huge need for fashion activewear that looks good on them, that they can work at in, that's comfortable. I've had so many men come up to me over 100%. the years um, because, you know, fashion activewear is a huge passion for me. And I do a lot of fitness and they're just, you know, what do I wear? I, I want to look OK. I want to feel comfortable. So I think that's that's something we could talk about for sure. Uh, 100%. That's, that's great. I mean, I'm so happy that you see that kind of expansion into, you know, different demographics. And I would also imagine geographies for sure you know, for sure yeah. we've noticed you know we started selling a, a ballet bar so um i think i failed to mention that we customized and um had custom built um like a ballet bar prototype that we um made a 100 of um and that we started selling kind of as um as a trial um and it's an at-home ballet bar super lightweight um it's made out of like brushed aluminum um very easy to take apart you can put it right under your bed or you can take it out and, and, and use it while you're doing your bar class it's great for balance um it's great for stability uh not necessarily something you want to pull off and push from but but certainly something that if you're tired of using your countertop or the back of the chair it's it's a great addition and it helps you kind of build your, your at home bar studio. So we, we started selling those, um, online and I noticed 
that um, a lot of people were ordering them, um, you know, not from our area. So we did a free giveaway and that was, of course, our clients and, and people who signed up for on demand, what have you. But then we really started selling them, you know, like we had a couple people in Pennsylvania, a lot of people um, from like the Toronto area and Canada. I've had like three or four sales, um, you know, going going towards, um, you know, going past like the Canadian border. And I just thought it was so interesting, like all these people kind of finding us um, just to, just through a little like SEO and digital marketing and like wanting to purchase this, this ballet bar, uh, having nothing to do with taking even the classes. So, um, it's been very interesting. It would be fun to encourage them to share some of those images on social. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. So we have just another minute and I'm just give you a, one more opportunity to talk a little bit about, you know, the kind of partnerships that you might be looking for going forward. Do you have any dream partners? I'll just put it out there into the universe. <laughs> See what comes for back. For sure. Thank, thank you. So, um, well, we would love to continue um, our fashion activewear partnerships, especially now that we're relaunching in the Hamptons, the studio's opening, and we've got the new econ platform. Um, it's something that I actually truly miss. Um, I used to love going to, you know, like the Active Collective and Coterie, and 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 we don't have that type of interaction the same way we did. So, um, absolutely, like new up and coming fashion activewear brands, we would love to have them in in the East Hampton studio this summer and, and feature some type of partnerships. Um, as far as physical locations, um, I second your thought and it would be amazing to go back to, um, to Miami, um, or maybe even, um, something in, um, in, in, um, uh, Palm Beach, uh, where we can continue like our our reach and do some more outdoor work with um, with some fashion activewear activations. I think that that would be incredible. And um, you know, on a on a different wavelength, we're certainly looking to help um, our our friends and um, in in our corporate wellness. So corporate partnerships are something that we're really looking to scale up in 2021, um, where we can help bring teams together uh, through fitness and wellness. Um, online. Um, even though not the office life looks a little different, um, you know, camaraderie doesn't have to change. Like we can still build really great relationships, even if we're not seeing everybody every day. Um, I but think we can so see them online. Absolutely. You, you know, the corporations should come together and offer yoga programs and fitness programs anyway, you know, for sure. online. For sure. It's, it's, it's important to have some bonding. I really feel so badly for people that are starting jobs and they're, they never get to go into the office and actually meet any of their colleagues face to face. I know. That's got to be, so they should at least sweat together. Exactly. Exactly. For sure. <laughs> well, I know that you will be successful and I will follow you wherever you go. So Aww, keep me posted you, and we'll make Thank a date you. to come over and see the studio. And I just wish you all the best. Thank you, Susan. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Um, and um, this has been such a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Pop-Up Biz Podcast, where something new is always popping. For guest ideas or to innovate your next pop-up, email me at susan at popupsummer.com. Also, head over to our social media channels on Facebook and Instagram at popupsummer. If you like what you hear, leave us a review on Apple. It's easy. Head over to your Apple Podcast app, scroll through the episodes, click on five stars, and leave a review. 